0: Hi, and welcome to the 116th edition of the Keen Minds podcast, where we cover NBC's The Blacklist. This is season eight, episode nine, The Cyranoid. I am Jen, a.k.a. Takata Cycle, And I am Tessa. And how did you like the episode? I have really mixed emotions about it, because it was fun. Uh, If I were just an average viewer, I would have absolutely loved it. Uh, But the more that I thought about it and started, you know, doing what I do and picking at storylines and going, wait, this didn't make sense. Did I hear that right? Check it against this. I was a little bit disappointed because the Cyranoid is such a fantastic blacklister. And even the way they used it was great. But I just there were so many moments that I stopped and went. Why? Why Why is this woman who's been hired, so the theory behind it is these are trained operatives, either from the military or from, you know, what have you. Intelligence services. Yeah. And so they're trained operatives. It's not like they're going to be afraid to do things. That's kind of what they're signed up for. But Liz has this woman. So I, I can get Liz getting this woman to go in and sit down with Townsend. That's what she signed up for. But to turn herself into the FBI to murder a woman and still expect her not, expect her and the woman to not kill people within the FBI, it just, there's a lot of leaps of faith. I don't think that she cared if she did or not. I think Liz cared if she shot Wrestler or Cooper or Rom or any of them. No. It was like you do what you have to do. Try not to kill them, but you know what? I disagree with that. It's I mean, it's possible, I guess, but it just if I were it's what if I'd been, been Collins, why on earth how much money can you pay me to have me turn myself into the FBI to commit murder in a locked down black site and just hope I might get out alive? With a bunch of limitations on me. It's that just it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. I think it might have made a little more sense if they like they've done with other blacklisters. They were threatening family or, hey, if you die, your family gets all this money or something like that. But it just if they could say, hey, you know what? I pay you a lot of money and then you can retire from this or you can
1: just take out two years out and, you know, go and cool off because they didn't know they did not know who she was. They exactly. could not find any prints, so they could not identify her. You know, for all you know, Liz said, hey, you know what? I'll give you some money, and you can go and, and have your face redone, and that's it. You, you know, they will never know who you are. I mean,
0: and that's true, but she, she that was a big ask to get her out of the black site. Well, do you remember that that's exactly, basically what,
1: um, oh, my God, I'm blanking out Ness. Did in uh, in Mr. Solomon, she got herself arrested so that she could get in the black in the in then and give them the bad information, which was also crazy
0: because she was just being held. So it's not something I that, mean, yes, that yes hasn't been no, done. Because with Nez, the difference with Nez is she worked for Halcyon. She already knew she had an out because they were going to transfer her, and she knew as soon as she got transferred, that's when Halcyon steps in and works their magic. This woman didn't have that. All she had was the faith that Liz could talk her through getting her out of this lockdown black site after committing homicide in the middle of the black site.
1: I, I don't have a problem with that because these guys are they're You know, if you're going to sign up to go and talk to armed dealers in war zones and deal with other criminals, I think that you probably are pretty much a thrill seeker I mean,
0: like like, ed, like El- Elodie. <laughs> I mean that that's true, I agree with that, but it just I felt like there was a lot of there were a lot of leaps of faith happening you know throughout this. it was just it, for me it was difficult to swallow that. I thought that it was a really cool premise, and that overall it was really interesting, but there were just a lot of places that it tripped me up,
1: and that uh-huh.
0: made me be a writer watching it i don't know i i went through two three
1: two stages the first one is saw it first and i actually liked the episode a lot you know it was fast a movie had a lot of stuff it had great pacing i will say it had fantastic pacing so that i loved it then when i started analyzing it i'm like wait a minute and i got a lot of the lines wrong i thought that Cooper, that Red Hat told Cooper that you know Townsend, and I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. But Then I rewatch it for the third time, and I'm, um, and I gotta say, on the third rewatch, I actually can say I like the episode. Yeah, I mean, I, there was a couple of things that I would have not missed, uh, that I would have liked to have had a little bit of exposition on what they learn about Townsend, because. N- Aram is saying, you know, he's an international fugitive. And I'm like, when did we learn that? Um, So it seems like for somebody who's, you know, looming so big now, when did we learn that he's an international fugitive? Uh, Last I checked, he had a big, you know, a Townsend organization and there's like people there. So I don't know how. That, I I miss having maybe a little bit in which we sit down and and Cooper tells the task force something about the Townsend's.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, overall, I do like the episode. I don't want it to sound like I didn't. I've just had a lot of conversations today before recording on how does this make sense? What did I miss? And it just, it's, overall, it was was a good episode. It was very fast, very interesting, very fun. Um, Again, missing Liz there've been some really bizarre rumors going around about why she's missing. Um, uh, pray tell. I was going to say, apparently, I've
1: heard that she's praying that he must be the yeah. fastest pregnancy
0: ever. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, like I, I've heard that. I, and to be fair, I, I feel like I should preface this because I don't spend any time. Like I have a Twitter account, things get posted to it, but I very rarely scroll through and actually look for things on Twitter. I I just don't bother. I haven't even been in Twitter in, yeah. in years. it's I, I don't bother with it. It's not my platform. Not really a fan particularly. Um, unless someone is messaging me directly uh, or responding to me directly, I probably won't see it. But uh, and so most of this, from what I understand, is coming from Twitter and its friends of mine have said, oh yeah, these are the rumors going around. So, one of them is that Megan's pregnant, and I think that like she doesn't want to be on the show because Covid pregnancy, you know, worries about that. Um, the one that I heard that seems absolutely bizarre is uh, that she's that Megan doesn't like the current storyline and that she is boycotting it. <laughs> I would just like to say. That's not contract. how contracts work.
1: Yeah, it's not really. If you don't like it, it's like a two a, a two year old having a temper tantrum. I
0: don't wanna. I mean, you can't make me. You're, you're under contract when, especially when you're a a leading lady in the show. You're under contract. All of the legality is worked out. She signed her name to it. NBC and Sony signed their representatives Do you to it. Remember- She's getting paid for this. And so she's not going to just say, I don't want to. If she does, they go, okay. Uh, then we, you've broken contract goodbye. With,
1: uh, I've heard, well, James Spader doesn't like the way this is going. And so he is uh, putting on weight or not caring or looking terrible. I've heard, well, Megan, uh, when she was going through, when Liz was going through that at uh, time in, in season two, when she looked like, really a mess it wasn't because she didn't like the storyline i've heard this over and over and over it never ceased to amuse me it must be people that in their life they must be like toddlers when they don't want to do
0: something they just i don't wanna i got me i mean they don't have any control I mean James may have some control Because he's an EP Megan is not an EP She doesn't have any control over her wardrobe I mean she could probably say Hey it'd be cool if we did this And maybe they'd yeah. listen But she doesn't have creative control on that And and she certainly doesn't have the pull To say I don't like this I'm leaving Because she's under contract This is her job This is not oh. a thing she does for fun on the weekends For For, for that what do you think it's the reason we haven't even seen Liz's face? Well, I like your theory that we were talking about, so I'm just going to toss the ball back to you and say go for it because I really like your theory. I think that
1: they're filming
0: episodes at the same time
1: and th- that we're going to get to one episode in which is we're going to get to this cliffhanger and... It will be like, oh, my God, what happens? And then the next, that's going to be the opening scene. And then the next one will start six weeks ago. And we're going to see Liz getting off the plane. And we're going to see everything that has happened to Liz and the people she has met and who she's worked with. So I think that they're, like, there's going to be, like I would say, probably about six episodes that they're filming simultaneously. And the cast is not even crossing through.
0: Yeah. Or you could just have a super Liz heavy episode in which it will not need
1: to be filmed in six weeks.
0: I think it's going to be a whole
1: episode, a whole set of episodes, or maybe in those episodes, we're going to get a part of what was happening, what's happening with this. And then back then Mm -hmm. and like two timelines running parallel. Yeah. Like we're going to get what happened to Liz in
0: all these weeks that we haven't been seeing her. So I think that that's maybe what is happening. The, maybe as the task force starts seeing, oh, this is what's really happening. We flash back to this is what, what Liz was it actually doing. It could be doing. something like that. Yeah. To me, that that's the only
1: explanation why we haven't seen her. And even in this episode, they could have shown her our fa- the face. So that means that that was probably just her body double, just, you know, saving yeah. time. And probably they're concerned with COVID. They want to finish.
0: They want to try to get back to schedule, and that's that's incredibly fair because I mean last year they had to cut it off I think three or four episodes at the end of last year that they didn't they weren't aware they were gonna have to do so I don't blame them for you know hitting the ground running and making sure everything gets gets filmed this year yeah. because while while things are looking up <laughs> until they aren't you know yeah so
1: I think that that's what it is and I think it's a very very cool idea because. We're we're going to, I think that that's what we're going to get. We're going to get exactly what's been happening on Liz's side. Because Liz seems to know things now that we have no idea how she knew them. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with saying, well, I don't know how she knew that Mary Brenner was Townsend's sister. uh, Because I don't
0: know what she's been doing. So I'm I'm cool with that. I I think that was one of my questions uh, today. It's like, how did you, like, Red didn't even know. Until, like, oh, I have a theory, it, it came. You know, they were talking about, oh, well, you know, there's this woman and she looks just like Liz, but it's obviously not Liz. And he's going, oh, and then runs through, this is the serenoid. And so, but it wasn't anybody that was on his blacklist, it wasn't anybody they'd come across before, and not someone that they would necessarily have had on the FBI's radar because it's not the typical, like, Mary Brenner might have been on the FBI's, ra- uh, clearly, we're on the radar. Yeah, she, she was called a war
1: criminal, so she's probably yeah. more than the FBI list.
0: Exactly, yeah. She, she's on every list there is. And so that that makes more sense, being able to find that and trace that back, maybe, because it's more in the open. But something like the Cyranoid is so deep into the criminal world. That That's awful fast for Liz to have found. So I really like your theory that we're going to go back and see how she got to all of that. Because while we could say, eh, she's got a lot of money and you can get a lot of things with a lot of money. You could say that. That's easy. I hope it's not that yeah, easy. I, I, I have easy. theories. I have theories. Of course you do. About, about that. <coughs> that's jam. Theories yeah. are your
1: jam. Um... I, I really I, I I like everything that they did with this. I, I like the idea of the serenoid. It's 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 perfect, um, it, and it made sense for Liz to do this because she removed the emotional part. She was not going to be swayed by anything. Not that she was much, but she could do things that it was so much easier, and it it, it was. It, what I found fascinating about everything that is happening here is all these things that we are learning, and it was it was it was well done in the sense that the crux of the matter here is that, however, Red must have known things about Townsend, and Illy obviously did because. For some reason, Dom thought that he could do something about Townsend, or Elia thought that Dom thought that he could do something about Townsend. The fact is, Rhett did not know that Mary Brenner was Townsend's sister, correct? Certainly did not seem that he did. No, he was like, is, is it? So that means... That Red does not know who Townsend really is.
0: And so to turn around and say, no, Katerina killed your family was an interesting.
1: No, she didn't say that. Everybody's saying that. Townsend didn't say that Katerina killed his family, that she's responsible. Okay. Yeah. And that is the second thing that is interesting. Because Townsend thinks N- that Townsend blames Katerina because he, th- he thinks Katerina is N-13. So the fact that, that he's doing that, it seems to me that the, the death of his family happened as a result of the events that created the name N-13, which is the theft of those files. Couple that with not knowing really who Townsend is, because he didn't know that Mary was his sister. And Townsend saying she knows too much, she made herself a liability, and the murder family, it just started reminding me of The Gambler. You remember the story of The Gambler? Which is also The Coopers. No, 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 The Gamblers, not Lady Luck, The Gambler. The Gambler is a comic book. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about a blacklist. Store. No, no, thinking, it's cool, the, the comic book. They, the comic book, The Gambler was the blacklister. The Gambler mm-hmm. was Sebastian Royce. He was a former FBI agent who was a covert agent and whose family was murdered when he was outed and the FBI did not protect his family. Yeah. Now, we have a package of 13 classified information if pieces of information and is stolen and as a result of this situation his family is murdered so it seems to me that Townsend was a covert agent certainly and he, been. yeah and his family was exposed as a result of this information being stolen or made available whatever What do you think about
0: that? I think it's interesting. I think it's highly possible. I mean, it it does seem like whatever happened when the information was stolen, somehow it resulted, or at least he believes it resulted in the the death Mm -hmm. of his family. And which is also interesting because he had no problem having his sister killed. So that, to me, that sort of leads back to Liz's strange... Sometimes blood matters, sometimes it doesn't. Uh fixation that she has, that she will burn the world for this woman she thinks is her mother. Mm-hmm. And yet, sometimes she doesn't seem to remember Agnes exists. And so she has a very odd sort of way of connecting with blood. And it's almost like, well, if they're dead, <laughs> and they're blood-related, then gonna destroy the world his answers if you yeah. have an answer for me and you took that answer
1: then i'm mad otherwise it's again like, eh, whatever
0: yeah and so it seems like townsend and i really was fascinated with getting to meet townsend and so did clearly he, there were, did he meet your expectations i didn't really have any expectations i didn't know because we didn't know much about him and um i mean they were Things dropped in here that the task force knew that we didn't. I don't know if that was their way of like, oh, they've known this for a while and now we're just making sure the audience knows Mm -hmm. or what the deal was. But uh, his insomnia was fascinating to me. I mean, you're wondering, because they talked about, typically, uh, it's it's kind of sad how much I've read up on this for different stories. I've <laughs> uh, how far can you go without sleeping? That's, that's a fun question. Um, 24 hours, you start getting a little loopy. 48 hours is when you start getting, you start hallucinating. So you start getting really loopy and it starts. Basically, your brain is
1: sleeping even though you're awake.
0: Yeah, and. If you make it to 72, you're in danger zone. And so they talked about four days was the latest end. And the the lady, I'm trying to remember what. Well, oh, he was, was maniac. He, he yeah. seems bipolar the, or something yeah. like that,
1: or but yeah, or at but least it, maniac.
0: No, it, well, I mean that's uh, when you have bipolar, you go uh go between depressive and manic, but. No, this was talking about insomnia. So he's going on sleep deprivation. He cannot sleep. He w- he couldn't sleep for four days and it made him manic, which it would. I mean, it would be beyond manic. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: I don't know what four days would do to you because from what I've read, twenty or forty-eight is a stretch, and seventy-two is about as far as you get. <laughs> um, but uh, and so I don't know what four days would be. Who knows? I mean, that seems I'm sure that somebody somewhere has done it, Um, and he could be taking micro-naps. It's, you know, there's a lot of details we don't know about that. But but did did you find him scary? I think he's a man with a lot of money, and uh, what Liz said through Collins was, because he said, you want my money, and she says, I need your influence. And so we already know that mm-hmm. he had so much yeah. influence. He was able to put out a hit on Katerina Rostova. But my question is, this is also not a man that follows through. Because he never asked for any proof that Katerina yeah, I mean, had. at least they had. Yeah, it's like... So he doesn't exactly have follow through on this. <laughs> of course, let me send you the cash. Yeah. I think it was, he's been, if he's been
1: going on about the murder of his family, he's reminding me of Berlin. Yeah. Reminds me of that story that Red told the stewmaker about the man who finds his family murdered. Um, it, it reminds me of, of what Diane Fowler tells Red, you know, I know about your family. Uh, about the story that Red gave um, Madeline Pratt? Well,
0: because, because we the only family we've seen with him is his sister, I guess automatically my brain goes to parents, you know, that his parents... Oh, I thought
1: it was his family, his wife and
0: kids. I was going to say, but I, I'm saying that my, my brain made that connection because sister, ergo, you know, family we were raised with. Um, but no, it, it probably is wife and kids. That makes a whole lot more sense. And that would that would also explain the the disconnect between, you know, my family's dead because of this. You know, I'm I'm assuming the insomnia is a, you know, a symptom of every of the, you know, the, uh, you know, traumatic stress he's been through because of it. And but that makes more sense why the hyper focus would be on, you know, my family's dead. But yeah, sure. Go strangle my sister in FBI custody.
1: Well, Well, he said she she made herself a liability. She knows too much. Um, But I find fascinating that Liz was able to find this. And let's, let's go a bit with my idea that Townsend may have been a covert agent of some sort. We don't know if he was a Russian covert agent, a sleeper agent, a CIA covert agent, but at some point... Because of, of what Katerina did stealing those files, his family gets murdered.
0: Do you think he's American? He could. Sounds it. I was going to say sounds it, but Neville Townsend is a very British name. Yeah,
1: but that it may not be his name. That's so what I'm saying nobody knew Mary Brenner was his sister. And Mary Brenner was a professor, so you imagine that she's actually having her real name. So Town Neville Townsend may have been a, like Tom Keen. name that he had that nobody knew just because just because some two people are covert agents doesn't mean that they know each other's real names because you want to keep things as as compartmentalized as possible to keep everybody safe so it's neat to know like how many people knew Tom King's supposed name was was Jacob Gina and the major right never knew what that he was supposed to be Jacob Phelps. He always called him Tom Keene because that was the operative name and nobody used his real name. That was for the family. That was for those he that that he trusted within that circle. So I think that Neville Townsend is it's a it's a southern It's not his real name. Yeah. No, that would make sense. I I found him, you know, I found the choice intriguing I found the guy crazy because somebody who's that out there even though he says he paid the 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 I could see him paying the bounty probably for him it felt like finally you know this is probably why he's sleeping for four days and he's you know he's okay um and now he just needs to kill Elizabeth Keane because he finally got to the mother which also makes you think maybe he was waiting not to kill Liz until he had the mother because he could always count on the mother to come for the kid if he didn't kill the kid. Um, it's it's interesting. I I found him um, sad and and scary and reminded me a little bit of Kirk too. Is all these things that go back to Katerina. Uh, all these people left in, in a wake, and this is apparently somebody's family. And I started wondering, are they really dead? Or is the this same a case way. like uh, Isabella Stone, in which the death was fake, or Berlin's daughter, and he's been thinking all this time that they're dead and they're not?
0: Very good question. It's I, I think he's definitely painted as this bigger-than-life sort of villain And and part of that's been the build-up, the way they've built it up, and the mystery that's surrounded him. But I think that he feels that way about himself, too. I mean, when when the doppelganger comes in there, there's a line that he says, you know, uh, what you've done coming here, it's audacious. And I'm sitting there going, why? Why do you say Like, she sent a doppelganger in there. She's not sitting there. She hasn't risked anything. You know, worst that happens is you shoot her stand-in. You know, okay. It's <laughs> and so I'm sitting there going, like, he seems to have a very big opinion of himself as well. Like, like his, his reputation precedes him. Well, everybody was a little scared of him. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that it does precede him, and I think he's well aware that it does, even if he's a little nutty. And I mean, lack of sleep will make anybody a little nutty, and so I think right, that. But I love, makes I love the setup
1: with the him with the with the with the Paisley in um, <laughs> the robe, robe and the and the pajamas and sleeping in that weird chair in the bedroom. It was just great. I love that the setting of it was great. Um, it, it is interesting to how. I mean, definitely Red knows him, but he doesn't know him that well. So all all this is 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 being very very intriguing. I I I liked it, and I love the fact that um at the end this this war criminal and Aram Aram was so peeved
0: with it. Yeah, Aram well, really fixated uh, on the war criminal part. I mean, which understandably so. That is their job is to catch the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like that was a Rom's point. Like, okay, so we can, we've got this doppelganger that's not giving us anything, or we can focus on the actual bad guy there that we have in custody that, hey, look, I have photos. She has mutilated small children. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he had every right <laughs> to yeah. be that upset. And, and then he's like, I'm going to confront her. Like, you don't think that she knows? So that actually comes back to something very interesting. You didn't interesting. see poor Piggy. Yeah, well, that, that comes... <laughs> poor Piggy. Oh, that, exactly. that comes back to a very interesting um, psychological reaction that everybody seemed to have to the Cyranoid. And so the, the actual... There was a... Uh, I read an article uh, when this title was released that came out. Um, there was a test run, and I... I Forgive me if I'm getting some of the details wrong, but the gist of it was they took this kid, and the kid had an earbud in, and they were speaking to the kid. And the kid was was talking, and the kid was talking to someone who knew him. It was someone else's words coming out of the little boy's mouth. And the the test was okay. Can this person figure out this is not this child? talking about Nietzsche or what have you, you know, <laughs> like, you know, it's something that kids wouldn't normally talk about. Like, are they going to figure it out that this is not like, yeah, that's technically his voice, but it's not his words. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was fascinating that this was almost a flip of that, that experiment where it's not the face they know, but it's the voice they know. It's the words that they know. And you had some people reacting like a Rom, who's like, we have this dead end basically in in holding 1 but we have this real bad guy in holding 2 let's focus on the real bad guy and then you had P- and then you had you know Liz talking through this woman i'm here you know like she was expecting them to see see the face magically morph into her own or something like that it was just really bizarre the psychological reaction that was both expected and that some people had. I mean, she expected a wrong this This woman. is making
1: me uh, reconsider my hate of uh, cell phones, my dislike of cell exactly. phones.
0: And, and that goes back to what I was saying at the beginning, that was some of those holdups for me. I And I understand that we weren't seeing Liz. There's probably a reason we're not seeing Liz. But here's this woman staring into the barrel of a gun, and she's still giving, she's still reciting Liz's words. She's an operative. Yeah, but it just... It like was some are saying, I'm good. You know, when they said, you know, you you can
1: get yourself, save yourself a lot of pain. I said, I'm good.
0: Yeah, but, uh, but she was, she seemed to be terrified. I don't know. But it just, the reaction that people had to her that, you know, especially her and wrestler, as they were discussing, you know, and Liz talking about, I've missed you, and I care about you. I don't it, think a wrestler had any
1: emotions. Russell was like, this is just not right. It
0: what? was so weird. And, like, he had that. I'm talking about more from Liz's point of view. Like, Liz was expecting this woman that's not wearing her face <laughs> to elicit the same emotional response as if she were sitting right there. It but was that, just really bizarre. That, to me, was
1: was was fascinating because in many ways, Lisa morphed into her mother. She's okay. manipulative. She's left this wake of destruction and and betrayal in her wake. Uh, I feel that Liz would naturally expect that she can control and manipulate people. Oh, they would understand, you know, that you're talking with me just through this woman's face. And
0: that That's my point is that from Liz's point of view, it- it came across not not weird and bad as in I'm uh, critiquing the writing. I'm talking about the character herself like what's going on in her head. Well, there's a we lot. There's it. we can do a whole podcast <laughs> of what's going on in her head lately. And it changes every episode. <laughs> yeah, well, it was just it was fascinating to me and very you don't, don't know to what me. is going through her head.
1: That's a that's the an, the short answer yeah. about that. Because we, we're just seeing things as they appear, but we're only seeing, like, three steps up be, below, behind of what she's really doing. So we don't really know. Um. So I think we have to then go into Cooper and Red, no? You have something else on? Uh,
0: let's see. Hang on. Uh, yeah, let's go into Cooper and Red. And so the uh, I am glad that Cooper finally felt comfortable enough to tell everybody about his N13 theory. And he also called it out to Red himself. And I love how Red just sort of bypassed that one. <laughs> Not worried about my own hide. <laughs> yeah. Smooth, smooth Red. Just ignore that that was said. <laughs> yeah. I I have... A lot of things to say about that. Um, oh, that it's classic red. Neither confirm
1: nor deny. Oh no 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 not, not about that 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 that's classic red. But I hold this about the situation. Let's go back to last episode when Red actually bought these things back to prevent other countries from buying them and then sold them for a small markup considering the enormous risk he took, correct? And he gave them back to Cooper. And it's obvious that he didn't even take anything to have been able to access it because on this episode he's telling me, can you just get this thing with the satellites because I can do that. So it's obvious they they make the point of telling us that Ren doesn't have access to the satellites that he just returned to the to the the control of which controlled returned to the um, US government, correct? So last episode Cooper is going over to Ren and asking about his um about his opinion because he valued it and he told before he told uh, Charlene and they're talking about you know they, they each other they have saved each other's life that you know we had had him And then in this episode, he decided to tell the task force that he thinks that N13 is a traitor and is infiltrating the the United States and he is red, which, of course, we know that red may be N13, but if the Russians think he is also N13 embedded in their own government and the Israelis think the same and the Chinese and the Brits, um, that doesn't quite seem like it's just one person. And Cooper should have got that. Well, no, Cooper only knows about the, the, the United States and the Russians. So how could he be embedded in both places? That doesn't seem, but from Cooper's
0: point of view, I get it. Well, I, I don't think that Cooper thinks he's embedded in the Russians. I think he thinks that he's getting Russian intelligence and handing over American intelligence to Russians. Except that
1: Rakitin stole it, didn't give it directly to Red, gave it to Sikorsky, who then gave this information to Red. Um, the reason to bring it all the way to Russia just to give it to him in the in Russia was exactly what? But does Cooper know
0: that? No, he doesn't. Yeah, it's it's limited point of view. Yeah.
1: From 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 Cooper's point of view, you're right. It doesn't it, it seems the same. But my point is, are we getting into a situation here, as somebody said in Reddit, where the relationship between Red and Cooper is beginning to to sound like the relationship between Fitch and Red? in which in private they're friends and Fitch has been protecting Red, but in public they appear to be enemies or be against each other. And how much of all this has to do, does Red suspect that somebody in the task force,
0: it's an informant, is, I mean, this... Well, we've seen that before in the task force, when uh, when we had the... Uh, the thrushes. Uh, Janet, yeah, the thrushes. Because they they acted like... Liz was angry at Red when she wasn't at the tire, at least not that angry. Uh, not, not as angry as she made it sound like, that everybody was go- turning against Red and they were just done, big blow up. And then they brought everybody underground outside of, you know, outside of the Bruce radius, Batman. them being able to to listen in. And okay. then promptly said, okay, well, that was all an act. And so, yeah, we could be going into something like that. That's a really fascinating thought. Even if if he's not
1: doing it with Red, if he's just doing you know his own, it. And if you look at you know, Panabaker was telling Cooper that you know yo oh, you handle Red so nicely and everybody like likes you. So it's like you're starting to think like, is
0: Panabaker really in thirteen? You know, I thought that was I, I had that thought during this episode because she was so complimentary of of uh, Cooper a couple episodes ago with just what you said. And then this episode, she said, you know, sometimes I wonder if you haven't found Elizabeth Keene because you haven't found her or because you don't want to. And so there was a lot of questioning Cooper on that.
1: Who else is wanting Keene found is Sikorsky. So I wonder if this whole thing with that... Panabaker is the real N13 embedded in the U.S. government, but I don't think that she's certainly high up. Huh? She's certainly high up. Yeah, I don't think that their objective is is, um, is nefarious. I think that they're working against the cabal, and they probably have a a N13 embedded in each government. And this and Rakitin, who's obviously a, uh, it, it's part of NSA or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it could be a couple of different people. I mean, a government as big as the United States or Russia or, you know, any of the superpowers and, you know, in the world. One person, that's a lot of intel <laughs> to put on their shoulders, no matter how high up they are, like unless you've got the president in your pocket, basically. And even then.
1: And I think that that's where they were going with uh, President Cooper. Um, but anyway, um, Hannah Baker had the absolute
0: best lines probably of all episodes. She was gold. Oh, my goodness. I loved her in this episode. (laughs) Are you finishing mansplaining to one another? Okay, that was the one thing that I had. That's not mansplaining. It doesn't (laughs) matter. It was funny. It was funny, but it's like that's not what mansplaining is. Then then we have uh the the wick one, you know. That yeah, yeah, that was my favorite. The uh you had the fine idea to dip your wick in the fugitive end of the swimming pool. (laughs) I mean, she was Panda Maker was the only person in that room that was making any sense. And 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 wait, 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 wait. And Alina Park. No, in that room, Alina wasn't in there cooper wrestler and and that's what i mean in that particular room she was the only one making sense because they're sitting there and i just they want wrestler and cooper wanted to give full immunity to this woman that they don't even know who she is that is huge and like cooper should have known better the assistant director of the fbi should have known better it's it, it i th- i call it the rostova
1: effect that's fair that's fair i think that 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 liz like her mother had this thing in which every male turning to put in her hands and i no, i don't mean it necessarily in a sexual way yeah. It's just that they wanted to protect her or they wanted to help her or they wanted to believe her or they or wanted to sleep her with daughter. her. Yeah, it was just exactly. like, and I have a feeling that the real Katerina is like, I am done with my, the male's relatives in my life. I'm done with them. I don't want any of them near me. Every time they try to help me, they make things worse. Dom tried to help me, and by blowing up this poor woman, and now everybody thinks I'm alive after I fake my death. Uh, then the other one, Lord knows what that colossal mess was, that didn't work out very well either, because then Townsend put a, a, a bounty on her head. So it doesn't seem to be, they don't seem
0: to be helping, but they all want to help. Oh, but, I mean, Hannah was she was just... And find find your dignity. (laughs) Yeah, great if you find your dignity. I just yes, yes. I mean, like you know how much I love wrestler, and I do. But I mean, she was calling him on it, and she was right to do so. A little This is not the first time, because remember that. Are you a moral or a traitor? That was great. She is not a wrestler fan. (laughs) Oh, I I was chatting with some people and. They were asking me to do a gift set of the uh the, the wick um the, the wick the, comment. The fugitive, yeah. Yeah. And so I made the gift set and they said, Oh, and for added effect, add the have you did you even go to <laughs> to the academy? <laughs> I went, yeah, people people mock wrestler. It's there's something about poor Ress that he's just very snarkable. It's not I mean, yeah, he's okay with snark. He does a fairly good snark, but like people snark at him, and he's kind of an easy target for it because well, because because he's stiff. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. He he invites
1: it. I mean, yeah. there is very little point in being snarky with Aram because he he just seems like vulnerable and although he was he was more or less talking about with sense, but here I gotta say, have you noticed that the only ones who have ever stood up to Lizard women. Samar was the one calling her when she faked her death and she was furious.
0: Tom it now is once the one I saying, why do you
1: keep calling her Agent
0: Keen? Tom it every evil. once in a while. But he just also knew it was a losing battle. <laughs> I think he picked the hills that he was willing to get shot on, you know. <laughs> um but yeah, you're right. For the majority of it, it's women are the the ones calling her out on it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Cool. But it goes back to your Rostova theory. Your Rostova. Uh, what Would you call uh, Even Kate,
1: you know, she just she was a, 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 a she she seduced everybody, not necessarily in a sexual way. Seduced people by looking vulnerable or asking for help or. Or whatever. I think that she was like a chameleon. She became whatever the occasion called for. And Liz, I think it's very much the same. I mean, look at look at what Red did. He put, you know, got a male and then gets Ezra. And, and if you look back now at what Liz had done, like putting putting put Ezra, who saved her life, and having him arrested, I mean, it's just so... Such a nasty thing to do. So this is not that far fetched from what Liz has been doing for so long.
0: Yeah, I mean, you don't cross Elizabeth Keane. <laughs> no, you, I mean the Rostovs are, as Red said,
1: they're eccentric and quite violent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Rome had a moment in there where you, you said Aram was more or less on point for it, but there was there was one moment when he and Alina were talking at the beginning, and he says, you know, the Agent Keen I know wouldn't do this. And, um, and talking about, you know, working with Mary and aligning with her and befriending her and all of this, which I still say the whole befriending thing doesn't ring true, but regardless. But they but, didn't know Aram, that. Aram, yeah, but I'm, but Aram's saying that, and I'm going, okay. For everything that Liz has done lately, this actually tracks. Like if I were Rom or any of those guys in the task force right now, my thought would be, all right. So yes, she used Mary to get to Townsend. Cool. Following that, and then now Mary's in custody. She she gift wrapped her for us, like Red's been doing other blacklisters. That would have been my assumption. And Except yet, he's that going, her
1: plan was not to do that. That happened because not, they left her behind.
0: I'm not saying that that was Liz's plan. I'm saying that from the point of view of the task force, if they I were got a criminal, if, yeah, they got a criminal. So why would you not just assume she's doing what red, you know, that she's obviously shown herself to be a master manipulator of the situation. So why not take that leap? why why err on the side of she would never befriend this criminal? She's a terrible person. And Mary is a terrible person. She tortured. Maybe not directly, but indirectly, she tortured small children. Yes, yeah, she's, she's, she's no pretty. better than Frederick Barnes, who yeah. uses you know Barnes with biological weapons. Her were chemical well, weapons. At least Barnes was trying to save his kid. He was crazy in the way he was doing it, but at least he was doing the experiments to, experiments to save his child. I mean, Mary. Yeah, but he
1: also had designed some bad weapons, and and Rhett generally, that's generally that's doesn't great. like people who do chemical or biological weapons
0: but i'm just saying i'm not saying the
1: i get your point
0: yeah i'm saying that the manipulation like she's obviously shown that she can step up to the setting all the dominoes in a row to fall how she wants them ergo why would you fall back on the old she would never work with this person why is she doing this she would never do that and just like that didn't they're in denial they're in permanent denial that liz is
1: still agent and you can see because they still call her agent Keen. Uh I'm sorry I think that agent part is past that I mean she's looking at a lengthy sentence that there's one FBI agent killed
0: yeah I did notice that uh I mean because when when the doppelganger shot past wrestler shot another FBI agent yep. I mean shot and killed I assume I mean but she Clearly, she doesn't care about innocent bystanders that she doesn't know because her mother murdered two FBI agents that were there. She to she was her. yeah, that,
1: that that's no reason to kill her.
0: And that, so, and I mean, like, she if she doesn't know them. If she 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 and Tom both had the situation in which they have trouble connecting on an emotional level. If they don't know the person, okay, they're dead. Why is that skin off my nose? you know kind of reaction like yeah well like kill what was his name your g names yeah well exactly i had to you know that was means to an end and that's i think both of them and they both come from very 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 traumatized childhoods so like you can follow the path of why they would have that emotional disconnect and they talked about tom having um sociopathic tendencies that goes into the emotional disconnect Liz has it too it's just becoming more and more obvious as we go along that she if she doesn't know you personally you're screwed which is very different from the Liz we met in season one where she at least I I don't no no hang on Tessa's making a face at me (laughs) and I know what she's thinking but let me let me finish here (laughs) it's she at least cared enough to convince herself that she cared I think is probably more it. I'm thinking back to Frederick Barnes, where he had the innocent bystander and she was willing to put the gun down to get the innocent guy, or remember which, yeah. you know, free, the innocent individual free, and let the bad guy go. Nowadays, she wouldn't care. So I think it's more that she's, and we've talked about this before, that not only did she wear a mask for everybody else, but she convinced herself so, she yeah. was this person. Yeah, and and you know, I think that that she was somewhat
1: honest with Cooper, but we saw that in those those uh uh quote unquote cute scenes with Tom. I was like, I'm standing in pee. That's your problem. Did you sure. take the dog out? Yeah. That's my responsibility. And we're out of don't milk. Go. Like you're gonna buy go, milk. You're you know. gonna take the dog out, and I need the car. I
0: don't care what you need the car for. I need the car. My favorite remains. Before you throw a mug at my face. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly Liz has thrown a mug at Tom's face before. Well it's <laughs> not it, a normal course of action in a marriage. If it is, there's a problem. Yeah.
1: Generally there's a problem. So there is there's a whole and, and in the DVD of season one, they, they come and then the original way that Liz was written, they had to tone it down because the audience was so put off by yeah. the level of violence that she had. Like in that scene when she gets out from meeting Red the first time and they're up in that like observation room, she get the original scene had her go in there and start like, banging on walls
0: and breaking things. I think it's in things. the script. Best I remember, it's in the the pilot script where she does that. They also they they made several changes like that. A to lot tell, of them,
1: yeah. But to they toned her down, down,
0: and they also made her younger. I don't know if that was a casting choice, but she was I think she was in her early to mid thirties, and wrestler was in his forties. It's like they they aged everyone down, uh, from the pilot script that's out and about and yeah. floating around, which is yeah, by they the way a lot of
1: things. But the, but the anger, they even changed it within yeah. the script that we saw. They had her tone down the anger because the audiences did not connect. So that tells me from the very beginning, we were supposed to see this list. They just made it more covert so people would sort of connect with her. And and then as because if we had been seeing this list, you wouldn't have connected with her.
0: You, you've got to find time in there to make that emotional connection. If you don't, then you're going to go, why do I care what's happening to this person?
1: I think that that you know it was it was evident in the way, especially when you look back and you see the way she stabbed Red, who's supposedly this this criminal, and and she may have thought it was her father. She may have thought it was her father, and she stabbed him in the neck. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, accusing I mean, him with a... Even now, even now they're doing things, I mean, obviously not with her on screen, because it's hard to do it with her not on screen. But I saw something uh, that someone passed over my way. Uh, I think it was said off, uh, off the, I guess he's production team. I'm not sure exactly what. Someone on the Blacklist staff. Uh, made the comment that the uh, the washer was an emotional touchstone that they needed to to give her that, and so I mean they're still doing that, which is great. I mean I'm glad that they're thinking about it. If they weren't, I'd be worried because then she'd be. We need as an audience to be able to see that there's still humanity left in Liz because that's what we're going to connect to. Mm-hmm. We are
1: we are seeing I think the state of mind of either her mother or her father in her at a time where she thought where they thought that they was, that the world was, you know, as Red said, you know, there was the, I thought at the time it was an anger. It was in a dark place. I didn't think there was love or or trust or a friend. So I think that, that, that this is very much where Liz is, except I think that Liz has it on both sides. So, She's a little handicapped by that, and a ginormous trauma in her early childhood. But there is something else, and the more you know, and and a friend of mine had been saying this in Reddit, and I think that I have I have to agree there. Liz was speaking in, in season three B, and four. Liz was speaking with Kate's words, saying things that Kate said about Red. Like my you know, my child is in danger because of him. That's nothing that Liz said before. That was Kate's words. You know, she's been telling you for weeks that you're that you're a danger to your to her child. No, she hadn't. But that was her. Now it seems like she's channeling uh, Blonde Cat, saying the same things. You know, like you know, the the, the women trying to survive and, and it it's all seemed like It just makes me feel that definitely Cree Love did a manipulation and got her to think the things that Kate thought were true.
0: I am convinced... There may be emotional triggers, you know, to that. I I don't know. I mean, because it's kind of a pseudoscience. I mean, there's some degree that they can do stuff like this, I think, but not not to the degree that they're... I hope they can't do it to the degree they do it in the blacklist. Um, But... But I think Skovic was involved too. Yeah, might Didn't have been. I mean, th- there are so many opportunities. And granted, I love it that when we met Krilov, he's the only one of his kind. He's the only one that can do that. And since then, we've just been meeting more people that can.
1: Well, he was, you know, uh, he was a protege, not as good. It's certainly much crazier. I mean, it's like, I guess it's like going with
0: uh, the B team.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, you know, when there was a, a shortage of. Of paper, uh, toilet paper and paper towels, and you just bought whatever, you know. It didn't matter so long as it said paper towel, you just bought it, even if that thing didn't even mop anything. You well, know, listen, it that it's towel. a really, good, it's
0: a really good analogy, but it's just too soon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, too soon. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's like, hey, you know, this tissue paper doesn't even like. You can't, it, it's like breaking my nose. It's like, but it's tissue paper. <laughs> but people went crazy and they got it all. <laughs> oh, and you were happy to when you opened a box. It's like, oh <laughs> my god, this is precious. Just like save it and use little. Um, but it's oh. the same thing. It's like the it, it, it feels to me that that Liz is every time you're getting here, and and I'm almost wondering if this is not something that happened sooner because, I mean, th- let's think about the the things that Liz have suffered. She had Kate as a nanny, a woman obsessed with cadavers and very bizarre. I mean, she was awkward. She was obsessed with cadavers and a cleaner, and that was her nanny, probably not even qualified to take care of a child because i'm not convinced that she had ever had a job like Anani. i think that she was just winging it and being pretty good about it but lord knows who sent her there
0: then she she's right. living in this okay. kind of double life according, according to kate she had the education behind it but there's no telling if that's true or not. Well, I mean,
1: Aram didn't find any of that. No school, no Northwestern,
0: yeah. no masters in education. That's what I mean. Like, and the the background that she gave to Katerina doesn't match with her age. No, it, it not, nothing about it makes sense. It seems to
1: me that somebody wanted to send a minder and a cleaner to Katerina. And, you know, the nanny was the way to go in. But... I mean that that's that's already bad, but think about that Red said that Liz went lived at Rostov. Then then she was living on and off at Rostov's. That means that she was living somewhere else. And she knew, I mean, Jennifer obviously remembered Liz and said, Oh, you remember about the 20 steps to the beach. So it seems like Liz was spending time with her father's family time with Rostov had an attachment to her father because she says daddy and you no know, one seemed distressed by it so she's already living a very weird life in which sometimes we we'll go away from this daddy and we we'll go to some other daddy that we also call daddy but it's not your daddy and then we pretend that we're naughty probably have a, a, a Elizabeth because she responded to elizabeth before she went to sam and would you have a different name here that doesn't quite seem like the way to raise a child that will not have serious problems
0: agreed like i mean liz was kind of doomed since day one and then agnes someone yeah
1: oh agnes
0: at four years old was able to pick up a gun and find the trigger aim and shoot So sometimes I wonder if Liz had some sort of training, you know, like she had to have, I mean, even if it wasn't like, she she had to have had some sort of training. I, I just, my question would be, was it. She's the daughter of a KGB spy, ergo we're going to give her basic training, even though she's four years old. Oh, we're or we're just going to play being someone else. Yeah, or, or, yeah, that, that sort of thing, like just making sure to prepare her. Or was it training like, we would like her to be the next KGB spy, kind of like Blonde Cat was talking about, this is the way that, the you know, women were raised. When you're the daughter of a KGB agent, you're raised to do such and such. And so was that why she was trained? Because she was going to be, she was the heir apparent to Katarina Rostova. I mean, there's something there that I'm not convinced that
1: there is not an issue that Liz was not, that does not have some sort of training. And, and, you know, I keep going back to when she surrendered herself and, and she went into the Russian embassy and said she was a covert agent. And I'm always like, I wonder if at the end we're going to find out that Liz actually was
0: one. I don't think so. Because. I don't think so.
1: I I mean, not even knowing she was. Like, it was. Oh, okay.
0: All right, yeah. No, that, no, 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 that no not, make- not Not.
1: Not conscious. Just like she's being trained no, at some point yeah. she's going to get yeah. there.
0: Well, I mean, um, it, yeah. I mean, that that could make, and that, that goes back to what I was saying about, you know, that subconscious training of being the heir apparent. Like there was, <laughs> for lack of a better term, there was a code put into her brain, you know, that, you know, it triggered something. We, I, I've talked about it several times, the, the, the Christmas um Oh, what they call it, the, the Christmas experiment or something like that, an alias, yeah. where they trained small children and there was supposed to be some sort of trigger once they got to adulthood that keyed them off on it. And that's, I could totally see that being a thing in the blacklist. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just because of Drath, but, just, you know, Draft Plus, just very well set Plus,
1: up. plus I mean, let, let's be real, the there was a lot of crazy stuff going on during the Cold War. I mean, there were experiments in the things you wouldn't believe. There was people who were trained to be remote warriors. So people who could actually just teletransport like in mind and read and go and find circumstances and spy on people without actually being there. They, they, they call them the, the, the gold movers, the gold the goat starers, things like that. We're involved oh, with that. Yeah, and, and this, is, this is not science fiction. This was actually done in the United States. They, it was a program.
0: They thought that they were astro-projecting to yes. like yeah. Doctor Strange style, okay. Yes,
1: they trained people for that. And most of those people didn't get up very well afterwards. Uh, and And, they were and that was the stuff. Americans. Imagine what the Soviets did that had no press and nothing. They could do whatever they wanted. So yeah. there were a lot of insane stuff going on. And and so it wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, was Liz molested in some way? Was that the way they trained a little girl to be a, 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 a spy? I have no idea what they did, but something is starting to tell me that Liz had been subjected to more than than what we think is the trauma.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it goes back to, and we've said it today, we've said it over and over again a four year old her go to was to pick up a gun and shoot. That's not normal.
1: Mm.
0: not normal so
1: she's she's seen she has had a training or she's seen her parents do it all the time, and they were killing each you know people all the time. And and you think about that, that scene in which Katerina had this, this this agent that comes to her kitchen and she's having this fight. I mean, it's like this danger was always present in Liz's life. Um, I find it fascinating. What do you think could be the source of all this information that she has? Who knew who Townsend really is? I think she's either working with Katerina
0: or she's working with Ilya. Ilya might be interesting. Uh, she she never found Ilya, did she? She never... And I think that if Katerina Rostova's daughter shows up on Ilya's doorstep, I mean, what's he going to do? Turn her away? And so I think Ilya's a much better candidate than the real Katerina because Liz still seems to be... Fixated on Blonde Cat. Um, now, I yeah. guess it could be that she met her real mom and she's just hiding behind the Blonde Cat thing. But I feel like there, there are certain cornerstones of a show like The Blacklist with deep, deep threaded mythology that you, those are not things that you see off, or that you don't see. It happens off screen. Liz finding Katarina and everything that unfolds from that would be something, yeah. That's not something that you have happen off screen, and all you see is in flashback. I even even in flashback, I don't think that that makes a whole lot of sense. So I think Ilya's a much better candidate for, but you're right, I think she does need someone with knowledge because Because Rhett didn't even know, yeah. Money only gets you so far, and if money got you that, Red would know that. Exactly. I mean, she's using Red's money, and she doesn't even have all of it. And Red also has decades in the, deep in the criminal world. And, and so in the,
1: intelligence.
0: the yeah, and intelligence. The <laughs> here's a rabbit hole, or ra- you know, a rabbit trail. Um, maybe, uh, and I don't. Well, it
1: doesn't matter think, if he is or he's not Raymond Reddington. He's been
0: doing... No, 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 no. He, that, that's not what I'm saying. Um, I, honestly, I would go for Ilya Moore, but I have to say it just because it popped into my brain and that's what I do. Tom, Tom spent a lot of time in the intelligence world, in the criminal world.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, somebody's I giving see, her this.
0: I could see Tom coming back happening off screen. Uh, also, again, a la adi- alias, <laughs> because the, the guy came back um, in alias off screen after everybody thought he was dead, and it looked like the main girl thought her fiance was dead for ages when she really knew. And so I could see that happening off screen, especially with Ryan on New Amsterdam and and all of that. Um, that would be interesting. I I still think probably where we're at in the storyline. The likelihood is much more in Ilya's court than it would be in Tom's. But I don't think it would be Scotty. No, I don't think Scotty. Howard.
1: But Howard wouldn't be about to kill Red. They seem friends. Even yeah. Scotty was not
0: about to kill Red. Yeah. I think Ilya's a good. Well, I mean, but the thing is, Ilya wouldn't want to kill Red either. They were close. Yes, but that may be because she's
1: not. he's not doing it voluntarily. I mean, for all you know, she has another Skovic lined up. I'm sure Skovic had a port protege, probably crazier than him.
0: Every new generation. I mean, we're going down.
1: We're going into the, the tissue paper that doesn't even like look like tissue paper. It wasn't Krilov. It wasn't Skovik. He was the protege of the protege of the protege. Oh, gosh. Whatever you found in the supermarket. <laughs>
0: Dr. Orchard has come back, and now she is helping Liz.
1: <laughs> Maybe she has you know the kid in you know somewhere in and Orchard had to have, I don't know. I mean, the, obviously that she's getting this information and and obviously that was in that was in Bloncat because Bloncat thought that Townsend wanted the archives. Thousand has no interest in the archives. She just wanted a dead katarina. And in fact, he was so happy to get a dead Katarina that he wasn't yeah. even like no questions. Me the head. <laughs> no questions
0: from him. <laughs> eh, you kill her. Your gold. Here's your gold. Exactly. He was paying for peace of mind, whether it was true or not.
1: And and, and he had no interest in the files. Blancard thought he did, but that was not that wasn't true. He didn't care. Which always made sense, it's like how are you gonna get the file from a dead woman, and probably the other one just got into the 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 bounty just to try to get her to the to the to the files before somebody kill her
0: yeah um I think Elia is probably, uh, but the, for me, the hang up is red. I mean, I guess she could be coercing him, but um.
1: Or not telling her what she's doing, or or
0: keeping him prisoner. Yeah, I was gonna say, or she she may not say, "Hey, I'm going after Red." She could just say, "I'm going after Townsend." She didn't have to tell him everything. I mean, for all she knows, there is like just as she kept Tom in a boat, she
1: may have a whole boatload of people now. God, <laughs> oh, that's a
0: mental image. <laughs> oh. Uh, there's been a conversation about what would happen if Tom popped back up right now. How would he react? <laughs> it's just like Liz, let them off the boat. <laughs> Stop holding people on boats. <laughs> oh, I don't
1: know that he would even recognize Liz.
0: Yeah, it's. So I, I, I take mean, his kid hard. and say,
1: "Whoa, you need therapy." <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Agnes for a little ice cream,
0: okay, honey? We'll be back.
1: Beep.
0: I don't, you know, I've gone back and forth on how Tom would react. I I don't think he... I could see him in the abstract being cool with killing Reddington just because they've tried to get away so many times, like, different times, and they just keep getting dragged back into it. On that level, I could see him... Being like, yeah, he's got to go. But on the other hand, I don't think he would want Liz to do it. Because I think he would know that that's going to cost her her soul, essentially. Mm -hmm. And that's... Tom made the comment multiple times. You know, He said, you know, I just want you to be happy and safe. Like, those were the most important things to him. Happy and safe. And so I think he would be against her killing Red. Because he didn't want her to lose herself. I I keep going back to that season two of, you know, I feel, you know, she says that I'm I'm afraid it's going to drown me. I'm Mm -hmm. afraid that, you know, it's going to consume me. And he said, I know I said that, but not you, you know, you're stronger than that. It's not going to do, do that to you. And he had a lot of faith in her strength and strength of character, of will, of just essence of Liz. And I like to have faith in his reading of her and his, you know, the reason, because he knew a lot of really bad people. It's not that he's oblivious to yeah, to he's not what wrestler. people are capable of. Yeah, exactly. He's not, he knows what people are capable of. And he told Liz, he goes, you yeah, know, I don't care what you've done. I care who you are. And that was a very, very important distinction for him. And I think that if she were to be responsible for Red's death, that goes from what you've done into who you are. That's where that line gets crossed. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think that's the point of no return for Liz. And so trying to kill him is one thing. Succeeding is an entirely different... Because you can't take it back. And... It also goes back to the line that Tom gave her in season two when he was on the boat. He said, "You know, if you kill me, you're never going to be rid of me." Yeah. And that's if if Liz were to kill Reddington, his ghost would follow her the rest of her days.
1: Yeah, Liz seems to be under some sort of of, and she get that glaze look. There's something in there that is a little weird. um, well it's it's a it's it's a been a fascinating season. Uh and this episode certainly um did much better on rewatch. It's very dense. There's yeah. so much.
0: It's I liked The Blacklister. I love Townsend. I think Townsend has the potential to be very interesting. And I, I, overall, I really liked the episode, which I, I tend to not be huge fans of these writers. Like, I just I, they haven't been my favorite episodes. Um, so I was but a they little. Got little bit, a lot better. I mean, I yeah, I, uh, I think this is leaps and bounds better than Lady Luck, um, which is the big one that I was like, oh god, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like this thing. <laughs> um, okay. I think this was leaps and bounds better, and it may just been them catching Victoria up. Victoria
1: Farnberg wasn't bad. I mean, it still had a little bit of exposition. This one caught the exposition along. Well, I think In fact I would have liked like a little more.
0: I, like I think we Honsen. talked about in either Lady Luck or Victoria Fenberg, I don't remember which one it was, but Victoria best, Fenberg. Best I remember we talked about them being they come out of the novel world. And so You need that, the that's exposition. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I think that they got they got much better. This I had no complaints. I originally did, but on second and third rewatches I'm like, okay, I got it. It's just so packed with stuff that it feels lot. like it's very hard to get everything at the first time, yeah
0: all right uh, do you have anything else? I
1: don't other than Panna Baker's gold lines.
0: I love Panna Baker. All right, well, you guys can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud, and we are all over the place, and you can talk to us anywhere. Um, We are on Reddit, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, I think that's it. Um, And (laughs) and we do, and apologies, friend, on Tumblr, I've been meeting to... Get those questions over to test so we can sort them out. We will do that. I promise. This past week was brutal well, for we, me.
1: We, we're going to have that week of, um, of hiatus. And they're going yes, they're going, going to repeat much. 803, which I find fascinating. Okay. That even feeds into my theory. So we're going to have those weeks to kind of go and, and see and, and and take a look at those. So we will get to the questions.
0: So send well, it's only a one it's only a one week hiatus. But yeah, we'll we'll have time then. So that that's a good call. Um but yeah, we we have not forgotten about you. It's just
1: a little time. crazy. Sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Your life gets in the way.
0: It does. It does. Until next time, be safe, have a good week, we'll see you next week. All right, bye-bye.